Hey there, this is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast, and uh, oh, this morning's a weird one. It's the first um, actual cool morning, I would call it cool. It's a, a beautiful sign that fall is coming, and I love fall. I think that that's like every woman says that fall's the best, because naturally, you get to layer, and you're not dying of heat but anyway there you go there's your rationalization if you were ever curious why women like fall it is a relief from the oppressive summer anyway um weird morning for me just very contemplative about of course that wide and narrow gate and the funny thing is I was reading in the book of Luke and I know Matthew um is the one who mentions it that's where I always remember it from I think it's Matthew 7 but anyway I was in the book of Luke I don't remember exactly what chapter so I'm just going to go ahead and apologize I think it was like chapter 14 but it says to strive to enter through the narrow door um for many will try to enter and will not be able. And this is when Jesus is talking about um, a house. He's talking about how he will own this house and people will try to get in and he will already have shut the door and they'll be left out, which is of course a imagery of the kingdom of heaven, right? So in my amplified excuse me, in my amplified version, I always, I just always wonder, right? What is this? What does this even mean? I mean, is I'm already not striving? <laughs> like if you are taking your faith seriously, um, are you not always striving to enter through that narrow gate or narrow door? And it says here in the amplified version, strive to enter through the narrow door, force aside unbelief and the attraction of sin. For many, I tell you, will try to enter by their own works and will not be able. And that got me thinking, man, am I striving to enter by my own works? Am I being more legalistic about this whole walk, this whole faith journey thing, this maturity than what I should be? In which case I might be, I might be, I don't know. I don't think that I'm, um, I know without a doubt that my own work, there's nothing good that I can ever do here that will earn my place in heaven. I know that. Does that stop me from wanting to be good? No. (laughs) Why? Because I want to be like Jesus. I'm called to pick up my cross and follow him and that he is my example and that I should walk in the ways that he walked. And that of course means being good and humble and honest and kind and, um, all of these things that I find so incredibly hard to do. could just be me, but Have you ever been on the phone with someone that you really didn't want to be on the phone with? 
and you've had to be kind? That's a hard one. Have you ever known that someone was wrong? Just bold face, wrong. And because it was inconsequential, because it was not something that affected anything other than their own delusions, you had to bite your tongue in an effort to keep the peace and let them be wrong. That's a hard one for me. Um, have you ever had times when people were disrespectful to you and in that moment you decided that it was best to let it go and to bite your tongue and carry on in an effort to keep the peace you put your own feelings aside despite the circumstances that's a hard one especially in this day and age this generation of feelings oh man we feel so much we somehow have it in our head that feelings are just like the end all be all like those are the truth of the matter which is interesting um because they're not i don't know i feel like they're are many times I could choose different and that a younger version of me would have gladly chosen different. Do you ever have conversations with people who are complete hypocrites who say one thing and do another? You know how hard it is to have conversations with those people? Let me tell you, it's a doozy. Have you ever been that person? I mean, if we're being honest, I can guarantee you at some point in my life, I've been a hypocrite. I'm quite zealous, um, ambitious, got all kinds of lofty goals. But I know without a doubt, there was a point in my life that I've said and done things that were completely hypocritical. And I don't mean that I was doing it and so... Like, I don't mean hypocritical in the way that we mean hypocritical now. I mean hypocritical as in the the root of it, the hypocritus, which is the German, or not German, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I haven't had enough coffee, it's Greek. Hypocritus, which is like actor, it's fake. It is false, it is, it's not true. It's where you are basically saying you should do X, Y, and Z because that would make you a good Christian and all the while you're not doing X, Y, and Z. Which I get is where we get the hypocritical. Hypocritical in my mind is more where you're doing these sins and things and you're telling everybody else not to. Hypocritus is more of how you act, what you pretend to be. And I'm sorry, I have a dog running off. Poppy, get back over here. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I've been a hypocrite. I try really hard not to be anymore, but I, I have. Too many times I thought I was such a good Christian throughout the years. Oh my gosh. And realized that I had no idea what it was to be a Christian until I was really put in the fire and had no choice but to choose whether I was going to rely on Christ or let it take me out. Hold on.
Anyway, sorry for that interlude. My dogs have minds of their own and they're loud. Anyway, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to get in that narrow gate, bring as many people through as I can at the same time. And remember that if God himself had to die, if Jesus Christ had to come down and die for me, then clearly there is absolutely nothing I will ever be able to do for myself. There is no amount of work that I can do that will ever get me to heaven. But I don't, I don't want to miss it by 18 inches. I don't want to have all the head knowledge and not allow it to change my heart. I don't want to be that hypocrite. I want it to change me. I want it to work on me. I want to... I don't know. I want to look more like him in this world, which is hard. It's so incredibly hard. And it's not that I want to be perfect. I can't be. I won't be. Neither will you. Shocker. I know. Sorry. But I can be different. I can be humble. I can admit when I'm wrong. I can not spout off all the Christianese and people but I can show them love I can be honest to others about myself and about I don't know my life in general my struggles my wins my losses the times I screw up and I fall short Why is it that we get it in our heads that we have to be perfect? Because I don't know about you, but I can't help but get into the word and then read about the apostles and realize that there, there was a lot of them. Well, you know, 12. And of those 12, I've not found a single one other than Christ himself as one that was perfect. Peter sliced off a guard's ear right there at the end. I mean, this is a three-year ministry. He's been walking with Christ for a long time. Yet, his immediate reaction is cut somebody up. None of these men were perfect. Why do we think we have to be? So anyway, that's my thoughts for this morning. I'm so sorry for it being crazy um, and short, but... I hope you get in the word. I um, can genuinely tell you that you're not, you're not going to get where you want to go if you don't. It is so critical that you open up your Bible. And I don't mean just out of obligation that you sit and you spend time with Christ and you ask the hard questions and you... Make an effort to be obedient, not because of what you get, but because of who he is. That's what I ask today. So God bless. And as always, get in the word.